This week's Pilch Point with Avram Pilch is proudly powered by PureVPN. The best way to protect your privacy online is with PureVPN. You can hide your online activities, say goodbye to regional restrictions, and improve your streaming quality. Plus, it's available for almost all of your devices. You can get a special price and a 31-day money-back guarantee right now by going to pilchpoint.live slash purevpn. All right. What have you got for us tonight, Avram? So I wanted to talk uh, briefly about choosing a gaming monitor, uh, upgrading your monitor, because that's nice. an upgrade that people can actually get in twenty in in early twenty twenty two, and it will change your game, uh, literally and figuratively speaking, because. A lot of the other things that you want to do for your computer, you know, for your computer setup, you may have trouble affording or getting, right? Like getting a new graphics card has been a nightmare for about two years now. Uh, there are some signs that it could get better in, in a few months, but for now, uh, pretty difficult. You can get a new CPU. You can get new SSD. You can get a lot of other stuff, but without the graphics card, it is difficult to really upgrade your your performance, particularly when you if you're interested at all in gaming. But what you can get and what you can do is that you can get uh, is that you can get a uh, a gaming monitor for a relatively decent price. So um, so wanted to talk I wanted to talk really briefly about some of the things that you need to look for and uh, I will just show here that we have a few we have some resources on Tom's hardware uh, so I will share my screen for a second oops the wrong button there um, so if we look over here um, so we have a list of the best um, gaming monitors. We also have a list of the best 4K gaming monitors. Uh, so the first question, of course, is do you need a gaming monitor? Uh, only if you are playing games at over 60 frames per second. But a lot of people want to play games at over 60 frames per second. So that is not um, unreasonable. What makes something a gaming monitor, besides the fact that it is marketed as such, is that it would have a refresh rate of at least 120 hertz. And that means that if you have a graphics, a discrete graphics card that is capable of doing adaptive sync. Now, adaptive sync is the generic term for AMD FreeSync or, or uh, NVIDIA G-Sync. Those technologies take your graphics card and they sync it they sync the refresh rate of the monitor to the frame rate of your game so what is weird what is weird without it is let's say you have a monitor that is fixed at 60 hertz that means it refreshes the picture on the screen 60 times uh 60 times per second right and if you were operating at, you know, 120 uh, frame, per, if you were playing a game at 120 frames per second, 
you would lose some frames there. You This might result in some ghosting. It might result in some tearing of images. So you want, ideally, for the game performance, the FPS, to match the hertz. And what these monitors do is they will synchronize with the graphics card. So if the graphics card says, hey, we're giving you 72 frames per second, the, the screen will say, fine, I'm operating at 72 hertz. Um, and that's how you get, um, that's how you avoid that type of tearing. Now, most monitors are marketed as either being FreeSync or G-Sync. FreeSync is the AMD standard, but most FreeSync monitors will run, uh, will work with G-Sync if you uh, turn the setting on to use it, even if they're not certified for G-Sync. So that's important to know because there's a lot more FreeSync monitors than G-Sync because it costs, there's no licensing for monitor manufacturers to implement FreeSync, whereas there's a fairly, uh, there's there's some type of fee for G-Sync. So, um, so the other thing to keep in mind is the panel, other things to keep in mind are panel types. So uh, there's three main panel types that you see on gaming monitors or really on all monitors, TN, IPS, or VA. Now, TN uh, are, is fast, ref, you know, is capable of very fast refresh rates, but uh, not really good image color quality at all. So most, most monitors have now moved beyond TN, only cheap, some cheap ones have it. I would not buy a monitor that had a TN panel. IPS is very common, uh, uh, good for high refresh rate, pretty good color. VA generally has slower response times, but it has much better blacks. So it has better contrast because if you have a darker black, then you're uh, then your other colors contrast with it better. And so you get uh, a more vivid image. And obviously you want to get at least 120 Hertz. Most, mostly today, the bottom, the bottom refresh rate for a real gaming monitor is 144 Hertz. Uh, the other thing to keep in mind is what resolution do you want? Uh, our top pick here on our best gaming monitors page uh, is the Dell S3220DGF. It has also recently been upgraded to a model that's almost the same, that is the S3222DGM. Uh, and what it is, is it has a 2K resolution, 2560 by 1440, and can go up to 165 Hertz. So 2K resolution for a lot of gamers, that's about as high a resolution as they want to go if they want to get decent frame rates because if you want to have high frame rates like 100 fps or more and you're playing at 4k well you're going to need quite an expensive monitor and quite an expensive graphics card to do that but um the dell uh, s3220dgf often can be had for under less than 400 dollars uh, it's 32 inches and curved. Uh, a lot of people like a curved display, I should say. 
Uh, and if you get a curved display, it's almost always going to, it's always going to have a VA panel. Uh, so uh, that is one of our, our favorite picks. Uh, another thing to keep in mind, of course, is the color gamut. Um, there's a lot of claims about uh, which, you know, what percentage of what color gamut. Uh, DCI-P3 is the wider color gamut that most monitors support. Uh, obviously, the closer to 100% you can get is going to give you more vibrant color. Uh, less expensive monitors uh, will only do the sRGB gamut, which is less uh, expansive, but also more content supports sRGB. So, um, so you might uh, more of your content might actually match with that. Now, of course, if you're using DCI-P3 uh, color gamut, and it's not that your content won't work, you might just actually get more vibrancy than you were uh, looking for, uh, which could lead to some inaccuracy, but could also lead to a very vivid picture. Um, if you want to save money, a good way to save money and get a gaming monitor for under $300 is to get one that is 1080p resolution. Uh, there you can get something like this Gigabyte G27F monitor that is uh, can usually be had for well under $300 and that is 1080p uh, sometimes you can even on sale get a a high refresh rate 1080p monitor for under less than 250. now if you want to go if you if you want top of the line uh and top of the line in a reasonable price range the msi optics mpg 321 urqd is a great choice this is a 32-inch uh, 4K gaming monitor with um, with quantum dot technology like you see in some high-end television sets. And so it gives you fantastic color quality, but it's only around $900. So, so a good deal. Uh, operates at 144 hertz. Uh, actually also takes USB-C input, which not everything does. Um, so, uh, and, and it supports HDR, which is great. Uh, and it can even uh, jump all the way up to 700 nits of brightness when, pl when playing HDR content. And it's color gamut, it exceeds DCI-P3's limit and goes up to 117%. So um, if money is no object, uh, this is this is definitely uh, a monitor to get because uh, and, and I won't even say money's no objects $900 is really not that bad there are monitors that are $2,000 uh, especially if you're talking about ones that are you know OLED that's you know another level entirely of course uh, if you really want uh, you can always uh, go for things that are up to 360 Hertz now, most of the time when you're getting a 360 hertz monitor, uh, you're talking about still 1080p uh, at that at that uh, speed. So why would you do it? Uh, esports gamers. So some esports gamers uh, will, you know, want a game like Counter Strike Go, uh, they which they play competitively, and they can 
you know, if they can get 240 hertz or 360 hertz, that means that they that might be the difference between making the shot and not making the shot. So, um, so there's, you know, there's a lot of opportunity here to really upgrade, upgrade your performance, get something which will provide you with higher resolution, better color, better refresh rates, uh, maybe even some features you don't have like USB ports on your on your next gaming monitor. Uh, and that, you know, that could really change how you experience uh, your system. And, you know, not that long ago when we would talk about a gaming monitor, the prices were up there. And and you had a couple options in there that were, you know, in fairly regular monitor range, which was yeah. which was pr pretty yeah. impressive. Yeah, you you. I mean, first of all, if you just want high refresh rate, you can get a high refresh rate monitor for two fifty or, or less. If you want, mm -hmm. I would not personally. I would not get a monitor that was below two K resolution. I think the sweet spot right now for price and performance is to for a gaming monitor is to get a 2K as in 2560 by 1440 resolution monitor that operates at uh, you know 165 hertz or 144 hertz or higher. That is that is the the sweet spot in terms of price price of performance. Now, if you're we were talking about gaming monitors. If you want a uh, productivity monitor, then by all means, it's reasonable to get a 4K monitor mm -hmm. that operates at you know 60 or 75 hertz and use that uh, and use that. So, and, and those you know you can easily now get a 4K, a 4K 27 or 28 inch monitor for about 350, maybe maybe less uh, of course if you want really good color you might be spending four or five hundred you might be spending 500 uh, so it 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 really depends what your needs are but obviously you can really change your experience mm -hmm. by changing your your screen it and it is something that like i think people hold on to their monitors for a long time because they don't they don't break that that often right right so and they continue to work with newer and newer computers. So here I have four monitors today and I have my top two monitors here are older than my son, right? Mm -hmm. uh, that's how old they are. They're older than my nine-year-old, but they still work fine. So up until last year, I was using them because they worked fine. Why would you get rid of something that works fine? Every time you get a new computer, it would the same monitor would work fine. But eventually, you say, hmm, what if I could change the experience? The thing that I'm looking at the most, that I'm interacting with the most, is my monitor. Right. If you, uh, those who tuned in last week know that your monitor could also be catching your coughs and sneezes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, it's very intimate with you, your monitor. So, so anyway, you... <laughs> I had it, forgotten about that in the conscious part of my mind until, until just now. 
Now, none of the monitors I named claim to suck up your snot, so I should... Uh, it's uh, an important disclaimer. <laughs> yes, that is not on the VA panel or the IPS panel. Um, but I'm not. But given that you probably don't want to be sneezing on your monitor, your um, your uh, your best bet is to look for something with really good color quality, uh, good resolution, and uh, high refresh rate. Yeah, and and it sounds like there are some some great options in there. I think I think everybody knows that my setup is. In, in mission control is a little old. Uh, the the four main monitors that I have, um, we bought when Sumo was pretty early in its days. So we're talking probably twelve years old. Um, and I've been looking, I've been looking at possibly updating them. And obviously, Tom's Hardware is the is the place that I always look now- to figure out what I'm looking for. Now, one thing I will say is if you are doing a, like, four-monitor layout, as I have here, I wouldn't go for curved monitor in those cases mm-hmm. because I, I feel like, and I haven't tried this, but I feel like it would be weird because the monitors are kind of curving in, so putting them next to each other probably isn't a great user experience. Yes. Have you tried that at all? I, it seems like a bad idea. Yeah, so... Uh, anytime, anytime you have one of those like immersive, uh, gaming, like racing chair things, it's always three curved monitors. And if you look at, like, if you turn and just look at two of them, they're like behind you (laughs) with the three, they're like literally even leaning back, even with three, they're behind you. So yeah, two, like you're catching stuff literally out of like the, your peripheral vision. It's real weird. I don't like it. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I think, I mean, I think a lot of these gaming monitors are not designed to be used in a multi-monitor setup, or if they are, it's not meant that you get two two of the same, right? Maybe you'd have your gaming monitor and then you'd have your like non-gaming secondary tertiary monitors. The, the thing that I've been seeing a lot lately and and something that I'm starting to understand more and more, like for, for in here, uh, obviously I have you here and then I have chat over here. A lot of people are turning, are getting a, the, the ultra wide curved monitors and turning them 90 degrees and putting them to the side and having, having chat on one of those ultra wide monitors. Uh, and boy, I can tell you during CES, I wished that this in was portrait. sideways. Uh huh. In portrait mode. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. That's an interesting idea. I wished uh, that's what I had during CES because chat was moving so quick during CES this year that I'm losing stuff as we're talking about it. It's scrolling right off the, off the well, in this case, the bottom of the screen because our chat works different. Um, but it's literally just disappearing off the bottom of the screen. I'm like, no, I was going to quote that person. Well, now I've got to go grab it on another screen real quick. So I I kind of like that idea, especially in here. I want to turn that one 90 degrees and then get a, an ultra wide for it eventually. Well, what I want is that uh, Samsung Arc monitor that we saw that... Well, I shouldn't say we saw that 
that we that was at CES and that uh, our photo our our freelancer uh, Benjamin saw at CES this yeah. uh, the Samsung Arc monitor. Yes, yes, indeed. But I'd also like um, Samsung's the wall. So you know, <laughs> yeah, that would make for a really easy easy backdrop, wouldn't it? <laughs> anyway. Um, obviously you've got, you were showing off the resources. Um, how can people see them for themselves? So go to tomshardware.com and you can see, uh, our list of best gaming monitors, best 4k gaming monitors specifically, uh, and, uh, see if there's anything on there that, uh, I'm sure there's something on there that would suit your needs. If you're looking for, if you're in the market. Fantastic. Well, Avram, as always, I appreciate the glimpse into that part of the industry that I so often have to skip over, <laughs> especially when it's it's time for me to be looking at monitors. So thank you for that. And uh, as always, I look forward to what we talk about next. <laughs>